really hey everybody it's been a while you have not heard our voices but we have some big announcements and some big things coming up so get excited get ready this is dad so hard cue music everybody i am vinnie dunleavy and i am still joined by for today i jumped the gun danny mccartney <laughs> that is right everybody vinnie and danny we are back uh and we have some big announcements that we have i've teased on facebook like two months ago i said something big's happening and literally danny i had like five facebook. people are like what's going on and i was like we don't I know yet even, I, w- I wouldn't even know not, not not on facebook uh uh but uh um uh and actually our facebook page i don't think was actually working at one point um, Maybe that's and why. then <laughs> I, I, I got some, we, we, we had to, we had to figure it all out, but, um, uh, welcome back everybody. Thank you for being a faithful listener, because if you're hearing this, that means you still have subscribed to us on iTunes. We are still in your queue of podcasts and you are still following us on many of our social platforms at that. So hard. Uh, and you are part of what we call our official dad. So hard nation. Um, but we do have some news and we have done this now for three years. I think, bordering on 100 episodes it's crazy danny actually i think four years technically if you look at the world calendar um i think i don't know like three and a half yeah, yeah i know three and half. we're getting it we're officially podcasters people we we, we know what we're doing oh yeah 100%. Um, uh i'm not, I, I actually think we need to change platforms but that's a whole nother story uh that will get uh, that's another uh that's a whole nother world but one of our big announcements is that we are evolving. We continue to evolve. If you were here with us in the beginning, we used to do these live episodes. Then we switched to Zoom. We did interviews. Uh, we're going into now what we're calling, this is the beginning of season four. So if you're listening to this, this is our premiere episode of season four. We are thrilled to report that. And if you're this not episode, listening this, to it, fuck you. <laughs> it, it, that just means you don't care about us. Or you don't care about Danny. Because this episode is, is a real deep dive into the world of fatherhood with Danny McCartney. So uh, uh, if you haven't figured it out so far, because my, well, there's not much to figure out in terms of my riddles, but season four, we're going to try to do a jam-packed. What's coming at you is a series of interviews where I'm going to deep dive into some fathers that both Danny and I have admired, that we follow on social media, that we know within our work world, some of our private lives. And we want to have a little bit more of a fun deeper conversation into fatherhood because it is something that um, uh, we recognize our friends and our other dads that listen to this come from all shapes and sizes. We know there are a lot of young people out there that are scared about having babies and becoming a father. uh, And we know it is not easy and we know we all bring our own baggage to it. So uh, we want to explore that. We want to have a good time doing that. And we hope over the next few weeks or uh, as you listen to these uh, stories that you uh, enjoy them, you get something out of them, and um, um, you're part, you're uh, loving what you're hearing, and you'll come back because that's what we're here for. Yeah, and 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 this way we really just uh, keep you on your toes. You know, we don't want you to fall into a rut. Uh, that's right. Same old shit. Yeah, and we no, also no, no, no. know listening to us every week just talk about our lives cannot be we're not be as exciting. So we want to bring some other people's lives, uh, but we promise you all our guests will be great. And uh, that uh, uh, this season's going to be a bang up one. So to start, uh, I'm going to jump into this by getting to know Danny because you have heard Danny for three years. And what we've talked about is I think we share our lives, but we haven't necessarily shared it in a, uh, in a logical way or really in a deep way. Yeah, peel back uh, the and 
we want to get to know. We're really going to get to know the Staten Island uh, Italian, Irish Italian lad, and uh, Danny McCartney. Slash, slash, slash. Um, so, uh, Danny, I'm going to go. I'm going to go out of order with my questions, but I'm going to hit you up in the beginning. Do it. I don't um, even know what they are. So you don't even know what they are. And I'm, I'm trying to make relevant. some of these. Listen, this is how some of these may last the entire season. Some may not. This is a real test episode. It's like our pilot episode of season four. I'm the guinea pig. Uh, I, I've actually deemed season four the name of this. Everybody, we're, we're going to be calling this the making of a hard dad. That is what season four is. Okay. We're going to know what makes your heart. Danny, you're officially a hard dad. That's why you're on dad so hard. And you're, I mean, that title is problematic. Yeah, but it's, that's, what's going to get people to listen. We're literally just about to ask. We're going to find out what makes you hard. Correct. Do you know what (laughs) clicked? Have you seen clickbait? But do you know what clickbait is? This is clickbait. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware. So wait, I listen, we got it. I got it. Wrong types of clicks. <laughs> we got to do, we do what we can do to get, to get the, the feedback on it. So um, uh, first, Daddy, how, Danny, how would you describe yourself? I'm going to change your name. How would you describe yourself as a dad? Let's get into this. Detail-wise, if somebody said, what kind of father are you? How are you answering that question? Perfect. <laughs> that is exactly how I think your answer would be. You are. What is what is perfect in Danny McCartney's world? What, what Honestly, how do you judge yourself when you're judging yourself to get to perfect? Like what kind of judgment are you putting on yourself? Is it I, I would say like the, the best way to describe it is not real um planned, as you might know from like knowing me or like hearing from me. <laughs> like and, and what I mean by that is just um, like dealing with it as it comes, like, because I've found the more you try to like plan and, and make things the way you think they should be, the more it doesn't happen that way. So it's like, that just lends itself to stress beating yourself up. So it's like, I can't approach things that way, specifically being a dad. So it's like, take it as, as it comes. I'm not going to judge myself too harshly and we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I try you to be think- as as hands-on as possible, but so knowing you, I feel like that's a principle that you that you have that that sort of goes to who you are as a, a human and as a person. So I think that applies when you became, but when you think about like when you first became a husband, and I think about oh my mm-hmm. god, I'm getting married, and then you became mm-hmm. a father. Did you logically no. think or purposefully think about transit being similar, or did you no? What like or was it just happens? I think I had to realize that I needed to apply the way I applied myself in life to that, because to your point, like it was going into it, like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to act this way. I'm going to be better about that. You know what I mean? And it was more structured. And I would say pretty quickly, I realized that that was not the best way for me to approach it. So do you think when you thought about unpacking that a little bit and going into what you thought of when you think about the dad you thought you were going to be. I feel like a lot of moms, when I talk to a lot of women, there's a lot more social media pressure where they do a lot of research on becoming a mom and getting pregnant. Right. There's a lot. I think the the idea of being pregnant forces them to actually have to get educated about their health. But then I think they think a lot more about what is everybody recommending what to do. Where, when you thought about being a dad in that regard, did you, like how how would you have described like what was the preparation the keep, the keep yeah or the like the keeping up with the Joneses type like did you look around and go oh, I guess I should be good this way because my, the other dads I work with like who was the sort of immediate 
like, oh shit, I got to keep up with this person. And everybody has some kind of North star. Yeah, that no, doing. for sure. And to be honest, nothing really like I, I, that to me didn't matter. You know, like to me, the, the main thing really that I cared, almost the only thing that I cared about was that I was actually, you know what? I take that back because I, this doesn't necessarily answer the question, but like a little bit, it does because to a degree I was, it, all the other stuff didn't matter. Yeah. What I, what I, how I appeared, how I came across, like what people thought that I was doing didn't, didn't really matter to me. So it wasn't like, Oh, I need to do this because I see so-and-so is doing that or, or I'm hearing that this is the way to be an act and discipline. Um, the main thing that mattered to me was, okay, this is what I need to make sure I do was like financial stability and, and things like that. So um, that was a, a, a driving thought, right? Uh, like where, in terms of like pre preparation and, and how I was going to act and be, but the, before even saying like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a dad. It was, I don't want to be a dad until I'm at this level in my job because I'm seeing that's when people are becoming dads or when I make this much money because I'm seeing that's when people, what I had to do then. And the idea I had in my head wasn't when I became one. So it was earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What, what really happened was it was like a lot of like um, internal conversation where it was like, you know what? Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Um, when you're ready, you're ready and you just go for it. Right. Like just because I didn't have the job title or I wasn't where I was. In well, you were going counter, you were applying all the principles you used to your normal life. You were actually not applying to your being a father. And exactly. then like, that's what I'm here in terms of you had the switch. Went and off then realize that it was like, why would I well, approach this any differently? Exactly. I think that's actually great. That that's a fascinating insight because I know I, I probably, I mean, I, that's probably probably need to do that more just to use my normal approach. And I'd probably be a better father. It is a, it is a random, it is a hard thing to do. So when you unpack then now that you are as a dad, one of the things I'm interested in, in, in going back to is the role models you had growing up when you looked around a father. So talk a little bit about your own relationship with first, let's talk about your father. What kind, mm -hmm. did you, what was that relationship like? And what, what do you take from, what have you taken from that? Like, as a father now? He, so it was more, I would say old fashioned, right? Like he was more of like the, like disciplinary play yep. sports with, right. Um, um, and I think that was not necessarily because of him. It was just, that's kind of the way it was in general. Right. Like, you know, um, well, that was his, that was his angle but on a scale of one to on the scale of one to 10, how much has your, did your, when you think about yourself as a man today, how mm -hmm. much of you on a scale of one to 10, one being a little 10 being like, Oh my God, almost everything. How much was his influence on you? Who you are today? Are you, is it like uh, probably two or three or, or is it a nine or a 10? Big, big time. I would say in like, we'll call it an eight, right? Um, a hundred percent as a dad, as a person. So what um, is a thought? What is the, what is, are there one thing, is there one thing that he did as a father that you're like, I have, I want, 
I wish I could do that just as well as him, or I want to be just like that. What is that thing that you're trying to do that he did with you that you feel like, oh, if I did that, I'd get it right. To be honest, I think um, it, this is going to sound, I don't know if this is a compliment or like what, or, but like he, I wish I could be a better disciplinarian. Like, I feel, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like sometimes I'm yelling at the kids, telling them things and it just doesn't stick. And it's almost like, I, not that I want my kids to be afraid of me, but it's like, I was afraid of my dad to a degree. Like I wasn't going to fuck up because I didn't want him to get pissed at me. Like how the hell did he instill that on me? I wanted to. There was a huge level of respect you had. I mean, I think that's actually the word respect. I agree. I, my, I, I, uh, I had a lot of respect for my parents and my kids have, I feel like my kids, I I feel like they have zero respect for me. The line I use all the time is um, we're like yelling at them saying to do something. And it's like, uh, like, and then like, we'll have a conversation like me and Mary Jane. And she's like, you know, you gotta, you can't just expect them to, to listen to you. They did this because of that. And I'm like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. They should just listen because I said, this is what you should be doing. And, and then I say like, when my dad said that to me, I didn't question it or there was no excuse. It was, he told me this is the way to go. I had to listen. And that was that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that doesn't exist anymore. So like it's, that's, it's, uh, whole nother world. It could, but I mean, I do I actually, or, there's probably people out there that do have it better than me and you, but yeah. For sure. Uh, for sure. I'm, I'm a pushover and he was not. <laughs> so in that, in that regard, then when you think about your parenting style, let's now flip to your mom on a scale mm-hmm. of one to 10, how much of how you are as a, so number one impact on your life how much of how you behave are you like your are you low like two or three or are you at eight or nine or ten yeah you know. i would say same thing with 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 my dad like probably seven or eight same thing you know so like now when it comes to parenting when it comes to parenting specifically how much of your parenting style did you take from your mom and what specifically do you do because of what you got from her i would say i probably took more from my dad um, but a lot from her as well. You know what I mean? Like, like a one lot thing. Let's like, one thing. Think about one thing. Deep dive. And, um, the one thing you think when you reflect back to this past week and mm-hmm. your approach to your kids this past week, what was sort of one thing that you're like, you know what? I do that because that's how I. That's how my mother. That's what she ingrained in me when I got her as a kid. Like that. What is that relationship of? of the of the female parenting style that you bring to your father probably the biggest thing affection like Um, to the point like a a quick funny story like i was like one of those like spaghetti arm huggers you know i was like okay (laughs) here's a hug like whatever every night before we went to bed my mom would give me hugging instructions to be like, give me a hug and if i didn't squeeze she'd be like she would not let go until i squeezed you know what i mean oh my god i love it so that is probably the main thing I've taken. I could see a cartoon character of you a as a little boy being like this stringy, tall little kid with these like crazy long spaghetti arms. Yeah, I could yeah, tell yeah. that that would be a phenomenal cartoon. And and, and he's a spaghetti hugger. Book. That's not a bad book. It's not a bad book. Spaghetti, spaghetti hugging. Couldn't that couldn't hug. If we knew how to make a cartoon, it could be a great Instagram post for this episode. Hope. I don't know. If we will. I only have to draw. Nah, my hand. Yeah. I mean, in it's a bit, year, maybe if we want to delay this. <laughs> yeah, well, it's on. real. Well, well, uh, all, all, for, all for one meme. Are is your kid a spaghetti yeah. hugger? We have Danny's tips. So let's just if if somebody out there has a kid who is a spaghetti hugger, 
what it what is what is the, in the Danny McCartney the McCartney household your mom's household of how to how to how to get yeah. those arms what well how how do we get spaghetti arms into firm every, every night before you go to bed come here give me a hug if you're just limp arm standing there nope hug doesn't end until I feel you squeeze me oh my lord I love it so now today do you when you see your mom do you ever go do you ever like purposely hug her like with an extra squeeze always like, do you still Always. Oh, it's still. Do you ever talk to her? Do you have you ever talked to her about spaghetti arms as an adult? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I tell her. I told her. Does she, like, re- does she remember? Does she remember it? Like for? Do you think for her? Oh yeah. It, it, she remembers. So it was. Per- it was a purposeful thing. I She's like, no. Yeah, I re- I'm like, you're the reason I'm a good hugger. Oh my god, I love that. That yeah. is insane. <laughs> Could you imagine if you had a kid? Oh, my dad told me how to kiss. My mom told me how to kiss. The reason why I'm a good kisser. Not, Thank oh, God, I mean, it's just hugging. Yeah, totally. I'm over totally. here, kid. I mean, that is, I, I, oh my God, that's hysterical. Uh, uh, so, oh my, I, I, I'm just, I'm still envisioning you with these giant long arms. Um, when you think about now, um, uh, I'm going to leave that one to the end. Getting back to now, you as a dad today. So overall, I love your approach because you are more laid back than I am and, and uh, some degree more fun. Um, what do you think is your best attribute? As a father, when you compare yourself to other dads, if there was one thing you would want other guys out there to be better at, because you know you are an all-star at it, what are you? What are you crushing as being a dad compared to? I think when you look at your peers and other fathers, out there? you know, I don't. Hmm, that's a pretty good one. I'm a good. I'm a. I'm a I, I have good questions. You just need to have. You told me you're ready at, at all. About yeah, that. I, I mean, it's like we're we're going off the top of the head. Is that's easier said than done? Affection, I, mean, yeah. I would say, hundred uh, percent. I would I would agree. I actually think you are very you are very you are very emotive. You are an emotive man. Yeah, I mean, when you hug me, those hugs you give me are like oh, good hugs. It's, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, it's like you're locked in, locked and loaded. It's crazy. I mean, when we see each other and we actually hug and give each other an Italian kiss, I mean, it's 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 a real it's a real it's a real kiss, and she, I appreciate that. Cheeks, absolutely. I I appreciate it. I I enjoy it. It makes me feel good about myself. Um, it's very manly. It's a very masculine way that we anybody who knows us who's seen us together yeah, they know assert, assertion masculine. It, they assert, really yeah. we really people look at us and they're like those are two great. Dads, are they? What's <laughs> all right? That was an interesting way. To, are those podcast hosts? Are they co-hosts? What's going on with those two? Uh, and we embrace that, and that, and that, and, that, and that's okay. Uh, uh, when it comes, when it comes to like looking back to when your first child was born, and you, yep. uh, the next day, your uh, MJ's in the hospital. You're waking up in the morning, knowing, holy shit, I had a kid born yesterday. What advice would you? If I can get you a phone right now and dial up Danny from six years, six or seven years ago, uh, what are you telling yourself the day after your first son was born? Hmm. Well, I mean, this was our, he was in ICU for like seven days. So I think hindsight, my advice would be don't worry nearly as much as you did and really work on um comforting mary jane oh it's good that's very good that that so, i love how selfless that advice is your advice is about is is somewhat calm buck down but also don't yeah. focus on yourself like you got to focus on your wife 
Yeah, because she was way more of a wreck than I was. And I I think I did a good job, but I think yep. I you know, you can always do a better job. How it's so it's a good point because I think sometimes when we've done this podcast, um I mean, my wife would always say to me, "Why your? I hope your pod your your is your podcast about me being a terrible mom, and yeah, yeah. it's about me being a fantastic dad." Exactly. Um, but and I do think both of us have self-admittingly phenomenal wives that we love a lot and uh, and would do anything for. But how much do you think of your own parenting style? Like, I don't know if I reflect on this enough, but how much of of your wife's style do you think affects the way you father? at or do you just because i don't think of think i think of i guess fatherhood as the husband like the role of being a husband yeah. is very intertwined if you have I, a child with being a father how do you what would what's your what's your point of view on sort of the way you think of being a husband versus being a dad yeah. or, or how they intersect i'll say she makes it easy to be a more to to have a more lean back approach um but i would say I mean, you, you approach them totally different. I, not totally different because they are intertwined, but it's... I, I think the main thing is if you approach... This is going to sound so like corny, but if you approach both with like love and affection, like you really can't go wrong. Like, you know what I mean? If you come yeah, totally. I listen, I, I, I love that, but again... The best for the person... Whether right, but I I, I think kid. what I love about that is you have the ability as a as a husband and as a man to say you have to approach it with love and affection. You, uh, there's a lot of people out there that are probably listening that don't have the ability to actually verbally have that come out of their mouths and have their right. ears here and have anybody else around them here. And I did yeah, that's uh, I, I love that. I love that. I think more people have to hear like as a man to be a real husband and to be a real man means you need to know how to love and your wife and then translate that to your kids and be conscious yeah. of it because it's hard. Yeah. It is. It's not necessarily what you would define as the book of masculinity with muscles. And totally. Right. And, and selflessly, right? Like, I think it's easier. <laughs> I think it's easier to approach fatherhood selflessly than a husband selflessly. Because the form, like the formation of a person is at risk. With well, one. do you think of that as you like, know? do you feel though, like you see how much of how are you, if at all, and maybe the answer is you're not, but how are you potentially judging your success as a father? What is your level of like in 20 years from now, when you look back and go, I did a pretty good job. Why are you, what do you think you're, what is, what's your lit, you know, what's your little stick that you put in a jar that gives you the result? Hi, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What's that bar? What is it, it based on? What is it based on? It's, I mean, it's very easy, I think, to say like, oh, based on everyone's success and this and that, the, the, it's really hard because it's more of like a gut feeling, but based on happiness, you know what I mean? Like not mine, theirs. So it's like um, one, being able to even, uh, being able to even tell if your kid is happy, that in and of itself is, is a struggle sometimes, right? Because they don't always... Yeah share everything but if they are and if you can tell that they are then you succeeded like what it doesn't matter if they're the best at sports even play sports if they're smart if they're dumb like if they have a job if they don't but if they're happy then you did a good job 
I, that's a, I think a that is a very, I think you are a deep Danny McCartney. I've always said this. You are a much more layered and textured man than a lot of people. Than I, than I led on. Yeah. You really, you, you really, you really are. That is a very, that is a very deep uh, response and not one that everybody would say. Cause some people will say like, uh, if they're independently living and have a job and went to Harvard and Yale and they're, I want my kids right, to be right. successful. Like there's a lot, there is a lot of ways to answer that, that in my mind, I would be like, well, that kid's fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There are a lot of answers there. We'd be like, thank God you're not my father. Because <laughs> you're ready for a lifetime of disappointment. Yeah. Um, no, and I think I think a lot of that, <laughs> a, it, it, it comes a lot from like looking in, right? So it's like for me, I'm generally happy. And I think a big part of that is due to the way you're brought up. And like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so from, I try to like, I try to take aside, or I try to take out of context, like the things that make me happy and the things that I like to do yep. um, and look at it as a feeling that that gives me versus um, actually doing that thing. Because I feel a lot of times we take the thing that makes us happy and try to push that on our kids, but that's the thing that makes us happy, you know? So you have to be open find out what makes them happy and then go full force with that. I never thought it's a great way of thinking about it. I never thought of it that way. Cause I do think like there are things that my parents love to do that I hated to do. And if they forced their shit on me, I'd be like, stop. I don't want to yeah. do that. That's not like, that's well, not my thing. And, and more often than not, I'll like, cause Mary Jane will be like, Oh, I want to do this. We got to do this for the kids for the, we do this for the kids. And then like, sometimes I'll say like, well, hold on, let's take a step back. Are we doing this for them or for us? Because those are two very different things. Like, oh, listen, I a hundred percent agree. Cause I, I hate when we go, we're, we're going to do this for the kids. Great. You go spend all this money and you bring them somewhere and they're miserable. And then I get more pissed off that I'm wasting money. But like, yeah. I'll use apple picking as like the perfect example. Yep. Now I think my kids truly do enjoy it, but I think there's a lot of people that force their kids and you can see it by the people that are there they're oh my my kids do not the last thing my two it. kids want to do is go to an yeah. orchard and find an apple but you're, like, and, and, and they're doing store. it under the umbrella of oh well, we're doing this for the kids it's like well your kids look miserable so i'm pretty sure you're doing it for you and like instagram posts <laughs> <laughs> well you know i wonder if that's a, it's a fascinating comment because i do think how much parenting has now become people that were worried about themselves you become a parent and if you're not careful you suck your family into your Instagram obsession and, and your that's own, not fair on your family. Like your own, um, like, uh, self-absorbed concerns and, and fears. Yeah. You start, they, you start using them as your, uh, for your, for your Insta stories. I mean, listen, self-admittingly, I do it, uh, but I don't really care. I don't really care. People can like me or not like my followers. I'm not really that uh, concerned about it. Uh, Danny, I love this. And I think our fans are going to get to know you in such a very different way. Uh, I think so. Uh, I'm going to, I want to, uh, as we get to the end of this, there's two questions that I think are fun. And I want to get to when you think about this past, think about the past 24, 72 to give yourself seven days. What did you do terribly this week as a father? What's the one thing this week that you're like, that was not good. I want to hear what's the, what, what are you like? Oh my God. That was my moment of like, I screwed up. Hmm. What are we throwing in the garbage can and, and forgetting that you occurred? But I'm just going to make you remember it one more time right now. But what are you hoping you'll never, ever remember again? You know, 
There's no, you haven't screamed at a kid in the last seven days or 48 hours. You know, yeah. I will say this past week, a few times, the kids wanted to like lay with me and sleep with me. So give me the lay. I went the lay. Give me a day of the week. Give us the last time it occurred. What was your mindset? What was going on? Tuesday night? The last Wednesday time night? it occurred, I think, it was Wednesday night, probably. And what um, time was it? You're already in bed? No, uh, like I had just gotten home, right? Because we're going back into the office. Yeah. So I had just gotten home and um, I I was I was pissed off, stressed, whatever. I got home. Then I, there was an issue with I, I ordered the new iPhone. I had to go pick it up. <laughs> so I had to, I got home, dropped myself off, went back out, had to pick it up, then came home. It was like 830 by the time I officially was like yep. done with the day. As I walk in the door, Brady's on his way upstairs and he goes, or I think Mary Jean told me as I was like walking in there, like, oh, they want to sleep with you. Or they want to lay with you tonight. And I remember I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like I just walked in the door and Brady looked at me and he goes, oh, it's okay. We don't have to lay with you. I, you're busy. I know. And oh, I like, oh your heart's broken hearted. It broke my heart. Um, broke that that uh and I, that's and when you I, want to go have a drink and then you're like i don't think i want to show them that the result of being upset is drinking but i may have to do so it then i wound up I, and i wound up laying with them putting them to bed um they they both fell asleep with me and i and it wound up being fine and i was like okay well they like they were happy and i was like but there was that moment like that he saw me react like that and was like Ugh. and i know the feel like the feeling was daddy doesn't want to be bothered by us right now and, and the thing, the, like listen, shit. it happens. It happens to the best of us. And, and I that's, think, yeah. And it's like you, you, like you almost want to be like, I have to be better about having a filter with my emotions in front of my kids because I don't want them to ever feel like they're a burden to me. And no, that's how great. I know that I made him feel. Well, and that's how you, and that's how you know. That's why you know it was a mistake. I think it's great. Listen, uh, uh, being a great father is also admitting as having the braver the, the humility and the bravery and the confidence to be able to say when you made a mistake which yeah. we all make i make them probably on a every a two and a half hour basis um all the time and all you could do is wake up i say wake up tomorrow be better yeah. and we'll get there so then on, the, on a positive note what are you most proud of that you did in the last four let's think 48 hours yeah what have you so done where you're like i crushed it this was more for me and I, it, it's it kind of exactly what the, what I was just talking about. Um, last night, then I was very self-aware and conscious of like, all I want to do is just watch TV, do my own thing, relax, yep. whatever, um, decompress. And I was like, I'm whatever, 10 minutes or it wasn't even long, but it was like focused time with each of them. Like, talking yeah. to them, asking how they were, what were they doing? You know what I mean? So I was like, I made it a point to, to focus and say like, okay, let's have some like con connection time, you know? So it was more for me, but I know that I think- But it was a benefit to them. It's a long way for them, exactly. I, lo I love that. That's what makes this, uh, uh, that that's what makes it uh, uh, unique and, and having that awareness, but that's what also Danny makes you a hard dad. <laughs> so you in the world of hurt you dad hard, if you listen, say it makes you a hard dad. It has that makes other you a dad. Wait, 
So you, you want me to say it makes say you dad hard? Okay. So it that is why, Danny, you dad hard. Dad hard. Yeah. Oh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I may have to work on this, this every episode. This is how I know you dad hard. This is how I know you. Da- okay. Oh, you dad hard. Yeah. You can't say it makes you a hard dad. That has implications you don't want coming across. In Listen, is, this is see, this is season four of making of a dad hard. See, if I say season four making of a dad hard, that doesn't sound right. It's making of no. a hard dad. No, it would be like, uh, what makes us dad hard? So you would say what? What? Ugh, what makes us? That's like such not, it's not catchy. That's not a good mark. No, it's, and maybe hmm. is that hashtag what makes us dad hard. I'd rather have hashtag hard dad. Although you don't want that, the hashtag. <laughs> All right, so more, uh, more work. To, maybe after this episode, we have to ask people to send in suggestions uh, on what to do. But, uh, um, but this, I think this is the first, if you like this conversation, I am thrilled to let you know, we have yeah. phenomenal we'll guests. More. We're, they're not gonna get, we're, <laughs> we're starting from the bottom. We're starting from the bottom of the barrel. So yeah, no, uh, this is uh, this is the this is the foundation of the pyramid. Great. This may be the first episode your wife listens to. That would be phenomenal. She's listened she to should, episodes before. Yeah, she should listen to this one now. Uh, can I tell you a dirty secret that goes on in my house? I told my wife about what we're doing for season four and what I'm trying to get done in these interviews, and I said, to be honest, to be really brutally honest with me. How many episodes of Dad So Hard have you really listened to? And guess what her answer was? Zero. Zero. She has listened to maybe 30 seconds of me playing it. She has never listened to an episode. She's like, and I go, well, why not? She goes, yeah, oh, yeah. She never listened to a full episode. But she's she's like, I have zero interest in hearing what you say about me. And I go, I don't talk about you. She's like, I don't want to hear about you talk about yourself either. She's like, I would say it was like almost like every other episode they were even brought up. I know it wasn't it wasn't much. Uh, uh, but it is a, it, the way of supporting our wives. I feel like as husbands, we do a lot, but I'm like, come on, you got to do something. This semi, I don't even think she's ever hashtagged. I think every once in a while, she has something where she'll send a comment. I'm like, good, real, real good support there, uh, uh, Elisa. Um, and I'm adding, that's, adding that to my list. Uh, but Danny, this is phenomenal. I, I don't even want to thank you because this is part of your responsibility and your job. But no, I think this is gonna, fun. I like this. this we're, kicking off, we're kicking off the season. We have nine, the goal. Um, uh, nine, we have nine more coming up. We're going to get these done in a, a week to week. So uh, I don't know when I'm releasing this yet. So if you're listening to it, who knows? But just know you could you could stream them like you do Netflix series. I'm going to do one a week, but maybe you can binge them and do like four in a row. Yeah, we'll we'll take we'll take the listens, uh, uh, and uh, and we'll, and we'll go from there. But it, listen, uh, uh, Dad's Award continues to evolve. We Danny and I cannot thank anybody who's if you're listening now, you're a real fan. Uh, and we can't thank you enough more to come. Uh, uh, we're still here and yeah, we are baby. That's it. We love it. We love it. All right. Julio. Peace. We're out. Thanks for listening.